is KGMI Connects with Joe Tian, a live local show about our community and you on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Well, thanks for joining us here on this Tuesday. It's our Open Lines, Open Ideas program, and we hope you'll call us and help determine what we talk about. That's what our show is all about, is your calls, your thoughts, your opinions, and so much to discuss again today. As you heard in our newscast there with Deanna, Bellingham City Council has passed a resolution urging a ceasefire in the Israel-Hamas war. And a pipeline gas leak, the Olympic, uh, Olympic, Olympic pipeline, Olympia pipe, Olympic pipeline. Had another gas leak in a pipeline and it's kind of notorious in these here parts. But, um, you know, if we were all solar power, can you imagine a, 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 a spill of sunshine? <laughs> just, just saying. And. You know, I had to go to this story real quick um, because one of the one of the ways that uh, former President Trump said he would be a dictator on day one if he's reelected would be to drill, drill, drill. But uh, I guess we're drill, drill, drilling already. I mean, uh, the U.S. oil production has reached an all-time high of over 13.2 million barrels per day. This is uh, from data from the Energy Information Administration. This year's production projected to exceed pre-pandemic levels. Uh, so uh, the, US, the U.S. has produced 911,000 more barrels per day than the same time last year as of September. And this is in spite of the administration's efforts, Jay Inslee's efforts for that matter, to... Uh, address climate change and to help to start to wean us off fossil fuels. But we are the largest producer of uh, crude oil in the, in the world, the United States is, I should say. So, uh, yeah, um, I don't know. I, that, I thought Biden had turned that spigot off, you know, the magic spigot they've gotten down the basement of the White House and cranked her down and we're not. We're just not drilling. Just not producing the oil like we used to. Well, the numbers kind of belie that, uh, show that to not be the case. But we want to hear from you. Whatever's on your mind, uh, it could be about these things. It could be about anything. And uh, well, let's get started with uh, our friend John in Ferndale. Hi, John. Hey, Joe. Um, yeah, this uh, abortion case out of Texas. The Supreme Court said that uh, Kate Cox mother of two, married, 31 years old, expected this this baby. Gee, like I always say, I've brought this very scenario up to this audience for this reason, because it happens time after time to pro-life women who think, well, um, of course I'm going to have a baby, and then something awful happens, and they realize they're pro-choice. You know, our good friend Rich is always making excuses for these. See, we have the freedom states the blue states, and then you have the oppression states, the red states. And he's, he's always saying, like, oh, they'll, they'll write provisos in there so that if, you know, if, if, if there's a medical emergency or something, oh, of course she'll, she'll be able to get the abortion. Um, so, you know, Rich, we would like to hear your comment about that, because here it is, buddy. It's in our faces, and they're doing this to women. Maybe you don't have any sisters or any female friends, or you must have had a mother— but, I mean, half of the population is threatened because their bodily autonomy. And, you know, this, Joe, this is something that these fascist-loving Republicans and fascists everywhere love to do, whether it's in China or Russia or Mussolini, you know, Italy under, under Mussolini, the Vichy France. Uh, French did the, the very same thing, put restraints on abortion. You can't have an abortion. Of course, over in China— they're different kind of dictators. They're communist dictators. So for a while there, they were telling people, no, you can't have a baby. Well, you know what? We, we believe in freedom here, or at least we used to. Okay. And, you know, you, like, like you were talking about this dictatorship uh, stuff that, that Trump wants to do on day, day one, right? Well, you know, you can murder a lot of people in one day. A dictator can do a lot of damage in one day. 
You know, um, I just, you know, I'm just glad that Jack Smith is taking Trump uh, in front of the, the Supreme Court to settle once and for all this absolute immunity BS. Okay. Because if Trump has absolute immunity, then so does Biden. And you uh, can't criminally prosecute him for anything. You people are well, idiots. I, I guess that the, uh, that kind of I guess that's true. I mean, if Trump's immune, I guess everybody who's uh, is serving or has served in that office would be immune to any kind of um, any kind of. Uh, prosecution. All right. Thanks, John. Appreciate it. Uh, our phone number, once again, 360-676-5464. And uh, Rich in Ferndale joins us. Hi, Rich. How's it going, Joe? Doing well. It was nice of John to bring me up. You know, yeah, yeah. I would say that this abortion case is likely somewhat cooked up. Uh, somewhat this cooked step. up. Okay. Yes. All right. To, to test the law. Many of these things happen to test laws. They bring forth cases. I've heard people talk about this on the left, too. Oh, they're just doing that to test the law, and it's probably not real. And, hey, we wouldn't want to give this baby a chance, you know, this fetus. Oh, it's just condemned right away because a doctor says so. I wonder how many opinions they had. So everything today is politicized. And if the life of this mother were truly in jeopardy, I'm sure anybody would allow an abortion. But I think it's a a testing of the law and political movement. It's a very good likelihood of that. The the diagnosis of, of the of the fetus, however, is that it has this condition that will it may not even make would it not even make it to term. She's been in and out of the hospital. I think those things can be documented, and uh, also that uh, it's been a troubled pregnancy, and that that if the baby is born, that it may not survive for any length of time. I mean, when do, do you force someone to line? have a baby like that to have to go through with a pregnancy like that? What's no, do you understand the slope we're on? Some doctors determining that this fetus is no good. Anybody could be denigrated. Well, your family has this and this history, so the odds right. of your child having this. So it's. I just don't so totally you force, put a lot of credit in it. So you force this person to have Joe, to go through with this Joe, pregnancy. You're missing, you're missing the point. I it think has nothing I, to do with that. Well, the it has slope, to do with the validity the other, of the story as a whole, which I don't believe it. Okay, but all Trial right, all right. balloon. Okay. Trial balloon to test the But is this, this now, let me just ask you, though, Rich, because you're you're conservative. Sure. You, you believe in small government, a government that allows people to make their own decisions, their own choices, and... What could be more coercive than what Texas is doing to this woman? Well, Joe, that's a very good question. Death is not a choice you should have the freedom to put on another. The death of a fetus, that has rights, too. It does. We talk about the woman's body. What about the body of this fetus with separate DNA? So there you go. That's a great question. No, I really, it's the intent. Forcing forcing death on this fetus. It's really the, it's, as far as the law is concerned, it's the intent. I mean, if someone, if if a pregnant woman is injured and the fetus is killed, if she intends to have that, to carry that baby to term, that fetus to term and have a baby, then it's considered to be an act of, you know, a criminal act to kill that, that, it's that a child. But uh, having your cake and eating it, too, I know it's so hypocritical, actually. Well, all it's right. So, but, you, but you, don't think it's, you don't think it's coercive of the government in, in such a private area to, to say that every well, time you're pregnant, young lady, or whatever age lady, that you're having a baby. You're having a and baby. Yes, it doesn't matter. I agree. I agree with coercion if it's on the side of life. Okay. Yes. Well, that's, that's, what okay. Was, that's, that's okay what, to, that's what I was to have asking. life, Joe. That's right. fine. Okay. What, what is wrong with that? But we're co- we can't have we have to have coercion to kill it. I mean, just, nobody's being coerced. Nobody yeah. under Roe v. Wade. Nobody was coerced to kill anything. Many boy boyfriends do that to young pregnant girlfriends all the time. Oh, you better kill it. That happens all the time, Joe. You better get rid of it, or a shameful family. Oh, you better get rid of it. All right, all right. Sure, okay. that's true, isn't it? And, uh, I well, uh, I suppose it would happen in 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 some cases, but uh, the state wasn't saying you have to kill this baby because you know no. you can only have one, or you can't have one at this age, or what have you. But now, the but now you've got the you state saying every time you no. become pregnant, no. you are having that baby. I mean, that's yep. that's what the state that's is saying. For that, that's the right that's of the, the fetus. The right that, of the unique DNA in the person. So there's nothing right, wrong with that's that. That's what the government. All right, all right. That's what I asked. If that if that was all right, uh, let's go to uh, let's go to Peter in Sumas. Hi, Peter. Okay. Are you your gonna- show. However, you have some people on there that just. I mean, I, I, 
All well, I want to do is talk about everybody on the left is one way, fascist, or everybody on the right is one way, fascist Republicans, and everybody on the left are, are, are it just, you know what? Can't anybody realize that there is no group of people that are exactly the same? It's just getting ridiculous. I'm, I'm getting yeah. to the point where I don't even want to listen to this anymore. All we want to do is call each other names. All they want to do is is is, is lump everybody into these big lumps, lump sums. I just it's it, it's ridiculous and it's getting very very boring. Okay. I just, it just, well, I'll take that as as you know, little little uh, counseling to the callers I, because I do have some regular callers. That's for certain. Now, Peter, what? I guess what what areas do you think there there's middle ground that isn't really covered? I guess here, you know, with well, uh, I mean, uh, you got you got whoever it was, John, and then Rich, or Rich and then John. I don't know. They're 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 so they're 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 so they're the same. They're, they're, uh, okay. they're the same. If you have a playing card and you have one on one side, you got the other one on the other side. There there is no middle ground with them. And everybody, every Republican is a fascist. Every Republican is a mega Trump Republican. Every Republican wants to wants to to, you know, be dictatorship for the government. And then and then then the other guy is like, you know what? If 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 <laughs> I'm a conservative, right? And my wife is a conservative. Uh-huh. My wife believes in pro-choice. And do I have the right to tell any other woman, or does my government have the right to tell every other woman what she does with her body? Yeah, that fetus has rights, too. That's her decision to make, and she's got to answer to God for it when the time comes. Okay. But I don't understand how everybody is lumped into these one or two sides when the majority of us are just normal people who live in the middle somewhere who try to swallow and think about all the gray area in the middle and try to live the best life we can. And, And it just... Peter? That's I'm tired a, I, of hearing that again. All right. Well, yours is the most excellent call I've had in a long time, and I really appreciate it because I'm no, with I you. I appreciate that. You all have right. a good day, Bill. You too. Thanks, Peter. And thanks for reminding us. I, that, 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 I think that's how most of us are. Almost all of us are. It's like Peter said, just trying to you know, make the best of this, and we have differences and that's, I mean, I guess that's ultimately what I hope to present with this program is that we do have a lot of different opinions in our community, and uh, this is a chance to air them and talk about them. And and, and I, I would agree with Peter, too, that, you know, it, it's not productive to just lump everybody into the same basket uh, just because of their uh, party affiliation or who they may have voted in for in 2020 or 2016, for that matter, or what have you. Um, that uh, we're we're a very diverse and um, uh, yeah, you can be conservative and have have opinions that differ with mainstream conservative thought in some areas. But we got a bunch of folks on the line. We'll get to each one of you, and we'd hope to hear from you as well. Three six zero six seven six five four six four. Back in just a moment. My daughter, she's six years old now. Well, soon to be. She's 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 a go getter, man. She has a she's a boss lady. I have her operating some of her little businesses, candy business, and she loves it. Daddy, daddy, um, let's go to work. Let's go see if we need to fill up the machines with candy and let's collect my money because I want to go to Disneyland. (laughs) Beautiful. I love the little girl. I like her heart. She'll come in and she'll offer lunch to the employees and then she'll come to me and be like, hey, dad, need your credit card. (laughs) You know what? It's something that I would do myself, so I have no problem. Here's the credit card, honey. Go buy the, the sales guy some lunch, and that's what she does. She comes in here, and she pretends she owns the place, and matter of fact, she does. But it's fun. It's fun to see her develop her leadership at an early age. Xavier Cortez is the owner of Bellingham Nissan, part of the Cortez Auto Group. Are you on Medicare or individual health insurance and wondering if you are on the right plan for you and your family? This is Marcia Neal with Guided Solutions, formerly Vibrant USA. We understand the TV advertising and the mail you have been receiving may create more questions than answers. Although the deadlines are coming, you may still have time to make a change. So call us at 866-733-5111. Our agents can review your plan options, answer your questions, and put your mind at ease. I'm Tom Borthwick, the Diamond King. 
to say thank you to our customers for voting us the best jewelry store in the Northwest for seven years in a row. I believe this is because of hardworking, happy employees that help you pick the right gift. By the way, we are now the largest jewelry store north of Seattle. We have doubled our size and doubled our inventory. We have a huge selection of lab diamonds, natural diamonds, color stone jewelry, and over 10,000 silver pieces in stock. Visit Borthwick Jewelry in Ferndale to see our new inventory and new store. Borthwick Jewelry, your local small business located in Ferndale, wants you to get a gift that will be remembered forever. Add sparkle to your holidays and get that look of love in her eyes this Christmas morning. Right now, Borthwick Jewelry has 20% off your first item, 33% off your second item, and 50% off your third item. With huge savings, you can get a ring, pendant, and earrings that will sparkle forever. Borthwick Jewelry is located in the Grocery Outlet Shopping Mall, 6 minutes north of Bellingham, exit 262, Ferndale. Do you know a group or individual in our community who work tirelessly to make a difference? Dedicated to Service wants to give them a special shout-out on the air. Email the details to dedicated at cascaderadiogroup.com. Brought to you by Neater House of Luxury, voted best jewelry store in the Northwest. Start your holiday off right by starting out at Neater House of Luxury. Their beautiful selection of jewelry displayed gorgeously for your viewing. With unique and custom designs, you'll certainly find something for that one you love. Find them at 21 Bellwether Way, Suite 107, next to Lombardi's Back Patio. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. All right, we're rolling here on this Tuesday afternoon. Let's go to Don over in Port Angeles. Hi, Don. Hi, Joel. Um, this uh, abortion case in Texas just uh-huh. seems a little, a little too pat to me. I, you know, I hate to accuse people, but... Uh, I've watched our country go downhill for 60 years, and this just fits the narrative of the left too well. Um, okay. uh, how, our, the, how has our country gone down the down? What would what, you say? Gone downhill? Uh, yeah, I, well, I guess how I, would you how would you how would you classify downhill? I guess it's their diminishing our value system. But I, I really don't want to go into that. I okay. I want to refer you to something called Munchausen syndrome by proxy. It's where women make their kids sick to get more attention for themselves, you know, to put themselves up as heroes, you know, how 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 we're suffering and we care so much about our kids, all the dedication we're trying to make them well, but they're the ones that uh, are making them sick. And you talk to any nurse that's dealt with, uh, you know, OBGYN uh, childbirth, you can make your fetus sick. You can damage it. You can try to abort it. But I guess you're calling a previous caller claiming that this is all made up and uh, a trial balloon case. I mean— If you just look at the sheer numbers, I mean, I I don't right offhand know what the population of Texas is. I can Google it, and we can come up with a a rough number of uh, that population that would be women. And then you've got the you know rough number of that those women who may become pregnant. And it's not hard to conceive that uh, 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 there might be a case or a number of cases within that group of pregnant women that are having extreme distress within their pregnancy and that they might well, require some sort of a of a intervention that might even require an abortion. I, I don't think that's that, too far-fetched. That's why I prefaced this by saying I don't know what, what the truth is. Okay. But if I know that this Munchausen syndrome by proxy has been the operating plan of the Democrats for over 40 years. They're making oh. people sick, dumb, fat, crazy, violent, and criminal to oh, make them man. dependent on the government. And look into wow. uh, Stalin's chicken. It's it's how it's how they gain power. By, you know, they got the American people to get down on their knees and beg for Obamacare. And, uh, you know, if you go back well, to your Bible, the Old Testament, yeah. This idea of strange women, women that uh, 
people like David and Solomon, they married too many or they had too many concubines that were strange women that it led them astray from God. And that's that's what's going on in this country now. We shouldn't have all these women in the workplace. They should be home, you know, straightening the men out. Okay. They've got so many loser men out there these days that they don't have a, a woman that grabs them by the neck and straightens them out. Okay. So all right. Well, okay. Well, I, I, uh, I, I know women can, you know, show men the right, the, the, the right path to take at times. I don't know that they all need to be home and out of the workplace to do it. Um, but all right. Thanks, Don. Appreciate your call. Uh, let's go to Bob in Birch Bay. Hi, Bob. Hi, Joe. Hey, so Peter kind of stole my thunder, but that's okay. Yeah. Okay. I appreciate his comments. And I was just uh, reflecting to it's just you, two or three people that try to dominate your show every day. That's John and Rich and Michelle, and they're usually pretty interesting. But I get pretty uh, pretty tired of John's vitriol and his hatred, and and uh, he was really on a rant today. And you think it always he gets around to it. Call in without talking about Trump. Well, it's not. I know it's it's not possible for him. I think uh, because no matter the topic we start on, it always veers over to that. I seems to be able to go that direction, and yeah. and Rich, Rich, uh, he's well informed most of the time. I'm not so sure on this Texas issue, but he's he's one of the most negative conservatives I know. <laughs> anyway. For the most part, it's a good show, Joe. Appreciate Thanks, Bob. It. And you, uh, you do a good job of moderating because, boy, you got them coming at you from both directions. <laughs> That's for sure. And, yeah, uh, I'm more down the middle, more conservative, but hey, I'm willing to look at the other side for sure. Well, good. Thanks, Bob. Appreciate your <laughs> you call. Joe. Thanks. Uh, let's see. Let's go. We got a couple of minutes here. We'll go to quick to. Uh, let's see. Uh, Susan and Nooksack is on the line. Hi, Susan. Hi. Joe, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. You got some thoughts on why the country's going downhill? Well, you just said, can you give me examples? Okay, yeah. Okay. You know, I mean, just look outside. Look at the crime, even in our little beautiful county. It's it's outrageous. It's it's sad, and it's a product of our government. It's just trickling down everywhere. It's like sewage oozing out on our little beautiful county. And if people can't see that, open your eyes and look outside. Go take a walk downtown. Go go shopping. I don't go shopping, you know, after 8 o'clock at night anymore because I don't feel safe. And that's just sad. I mean, have you had an experience that makes you not feel safe, or is it just what yes, you... I've had. I've been badgered for money. I just, yeah. Okay. I've walked over human waste. I've, you know, I've seen people puking. I've, you know, seen people doing drugs. I've seen crime. Have you? Have you not seen that? Can you honestly tell me that you haven't seen our county going downhill? Well, I've been here for 20 years, and I have to admit no, that, no, I mean, I there are bad aspects, but there have been. Uh, there all been always have been some rough edges, and I would say that I see more, I'm, I see more people, I guess, maybe camping, that sort of thing. Um, I, and you call that camping? You don't call that um, drug use and homelessness? And we're letting people live in our society like that. It's a shame. It's well, just a shame. But what do we do to fix it? That's not a, It's not an easy, simple fix. But yeah. I think having discussions like this, okay. I don't know the solution. If I, if I knew, yeah. you know. Well, and I don't expect you I to mean, know. I, but. See, I have empathy. Really, uh-huh. I do. Yeah. But, but it's a huge crime problem. You know. The police don't know what to do. I have a family member that's been abused by a guy. She's got restraining order after restraining order after restraining order on him. He's out in the community with warrants out for his arrest. He badgers her all the time, and the police 
Oh, we can't do anything. They can't do anything. Well, if I mean, if he has warrants, they should be able to pick him up. Well, yeah, if they can find him, and uh, then when he comes over to the house or calls her, they say, oh, we, you don't have proof that's him, because he doesn't say it's him. It's huh. just, you know, I wow. go on and on. I'm just wanting to give you some examples. Okay. And like I said, if, you, if people out there can't see that our county has gone downhill, then they're blind. Well, hopefully we will continue to take steps. I think uh, probably the... Absolutely. Hopefully, and yeah, let's advocate for a better place to live. Yeah. Okay, let's Susan. Not put up this. Thank uh, you. All right. Thanks a lot. Time. You bet. And thank, thank you for what you do. Bye. Thank you for your call. And yeah, I mean, we should feel safe and secure, in a, especially in a county like this and a place like this and the most beautiful place I've ever lived. Um, and it, it is unfortunate that we do see... Uh, what we see in some spots. I don't know that it's worse than it always has been. I mean, I think I, I, I would have to say that um, the issue of homelessness has, has increased for certain. And along with that does come, I, I mean, the, along with uh, uh, drug abuse and some of these issues there, you know, there does come crime. Um, have to look at the current crime statistics from our sheriff's department and see where we are in relation to other recent years. Uh, but we'll take a quick break, be back with more. And uh, we got other folks on the line. We'll get right to them and to you, 360-676-5464. Hello, folks. This is Phil George. I'm an elder law and estate planning attorney here in Bellingham, and I'd like to invite you to join me every Saturday and Sunday at 1 p.m. right here on KGMI for the Aging Hour. If you have questions about Medicare, Medicaid, long-term care costs, probate, wills, trusts, or anything else that has to do with aging, this is the radio show for you. Studies show that more than 70% of estate plans fail when families need them the most. Join us every Saturday and Sunday at 1 p.m. and we can show you how to set your family up for success. Fall is here, and with it comes tracking in dirt and grime on your carpet. Let the professionals at Swans Clean Care and Restoration get that carpet looking new again. Did you know that Swans brings all of the clean water with them in their own van and then hauls away the dirty water when they leave? They then dispose of it responsibly and in a manner safe for the community and environment. The holidays will be here soon, so schedule your appointment today. For a full list of the services they provide, find them online at swanscarpetcleaning.com. You need a job? Go to HireMeWad.com. HireMeWad.com is Cascade Radio Group's hyper-local job board. It's free and easy to use. Just go to HireMeWad.com for the latest job openings and offers. You can apply right there. HireMeWad.com is available 24 hours a day. Check back often. New jobs are posted frequently. Don't see what you want? Post your resume and let prospective employers find you. HireMeWad.com, the go-to job board for Northwest Washington. HireMeWA.com, your new job awaits. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. Tired of inefficient heating, poor indoor air quality, and rising energy bills? Contact West Mechanical today to explore going ductless with a system from Mitsubishi Electric Heating and Air Conditioning. Find them at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. And I did bring up the Washington County Sheriff's Office uh, crime statistics, and it's on their official page. And uh, over the past year, crime overall has generally been down. Some crimes uh, more than others. Aggravated assaults. Pretty much the same, 66 uh, a year ago, 60 in this past year. The years we're talking about are um, 2012, uh, uh, well, basically December 13th, 2021 to December 13th of 2022 versus uh, that same time period up until this year, uh, now, this, you know, this past year. Uh, let's see. Uh, burglaries are off by almost 100. That's almost, almost um a third less so 308 uh during the last that that previous year 212 uh during the most recent year stolen vehicles are down pretty sharply they 169 in the previous year 91 in uh, the current year 
Uh, so uh, over 70 uh, fewer. Um, let's see. Thefts are down somewhat. 441, 398. Um, vehicle prowls are off significantly. 638 in the previous year. 215 in the year uh, to date. Um, vandalism also down uh, over 100. Uh, uh, that's 352 uh, compared to 225 in the recent year. So crime statistics seem to be on in, in trending in, in the direction we want them to go. But I uh, just thought I'd throw that out there. But uh, let's go to, uh, let's see, Tim in Everson is on the line. Hi, Tim. Hi, Joe. Uh, I kind of agree a lot with Peter, and I wanted to give a recent example of something that happened. I saw I'm not on any social media <clears throat> for a good reason, and now I know why. Is uh, I saw a post, and it was describing Trump as an antichrist, a dictator, a pervert, making the world far less safe, and. And I wrote a level-headed response to the that post and basically comparing some of the things that Biden had done and said, you know, how much difference is there really? And I said the sad choice of it, the sad part of it is, is I think as a country we could do better than having these two options. My mailbox blew up, Joe. <laughs> and it was, it. Yeah, okay. It, it was 90% uh, hatred for me. Uh, the words I could say on the radio were ignorant, stupid, moron. Uh, and and <laughs> those were the very, very mild. There was no counter argument or counter perspective because I wasn't looking for an argument. And I stated that in the post. I'm just saying, how is this different? And I gave examples of how the world is more unsafe. I gave uh, examples of uh, how how dictatorial moves have been made. And I said I really can't give any examples how either of these people are an antichrist. Uh, but I I mean okay. I w- I was shocked. I pulled I pulled my post down. It was like the things that were being well, said. No. Yes, you said me, you didn't do and, social and media, that, but you posted on social media. Uh, it was on Craigslist. Oh, okay. In, in the community hmm. section. Oh, okay. Hmm. I, I don't mind saying that. that. Yeah. You know, and right. and as far as crime goes, real quick, is uh, it was last night. Uh, the security camera uh went off. And I saw someone out in the in the driveway with a flashlight, and and this is just isn't a neighborhood driveway. Okay. So I was, I was kind of like, what is going on here? So I got myself ready, and I went out, and and uh, I looked around and I couldn't find anything or see anything. And I called the neighbor up. I said, you might want to watch out. You know, I just saw someone out in the driveway wandering around with a flashlight, and then. It's pathetic that I had to think the worst of the worst, because then I came back in and I sat down for a moment. I thought, why would somebody be out there with a flashlight? And I thought, oh, maybe it was a delivery man, and he went to the other entrance and put Uh the package there. Uh And I went out to the other entrance, and there was a package that never gets delivered there. See, but it's really maybe pathetic. maybe yeah. we're a little more paranoid than we need need to be. But <laughs> <laughs> all right, Tim. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for your call, and, and I, I I don't think you're alone in uh, your your thought that uh, maybe we could find a better leader or better leaders than, than either of the, uh, who, who we will likely see on the ballot, uh, come next November. But, uh, let's go to Mike in Bellingham. Hi, Mike. Hey, good afternoon, Joe. How are you? Good. Good to have you. Yeah. Thanks. So a couple of things you say that things are about that hasn't gotten any worse. Let's real quickly just remind everybody about what's going on behind Walmart shootings, rapes, killings, that's different than it used to be when I grew up here in Bellingham. And so I think that that's something that, and then there's all the other things that are going on around 
Chinatown. I don't, and I believe that the statistics you're talking about for the crime, how many crimes go unreported because police can't get out there or they don't have the manpower, they don't have the resources that they used to. So we're not, people aren't either A, they're not taking and taking and uh, reporting things. You know, all the, like, why do you think all these stores are closing down or want to be, or having to have more security? And because people aren't being prosecuted for shoplifting and that kind of stuff. Robberies are happening, but maybe they don't get reported because I hear people say, well, if it's under this much and this, we can't make it out there, or we're too busy, we don't earn the staff or whatever. So statistically speaking, they don't have a way to track that. So I think okay. that, well. that the numbers aren't accurate. It's like, kind of like how they report unemployment. They report unemployment by people who are collecting unemployment. What about all the people that are not on unemployment and they're not working because they ran out of unemployment? So statistics are what they are. You know, okay. they, aren't, they aren't always accurate. And I think in this case, and because I know well. quite a few police officers, and they tell me flat out, there's a lot more crime out there than meets the eye. We just can't get to everybody. Well, I think there probably always was more crime than but meets more the eye. More so now because, because certain but, political groups are lessening the repercussions for shoplifting and other things. They just get a slap on the wrist or they just don't get – and that's why they just don't even bother. I was at Lowe's a couple of times where I've actually saw guys running out of the, out of the store with shopping carts full of, uh, of – uh, tools and everything else, and they're trying to stop them. And the van out there waiting, they throw us up in the van, and they take off. Okay. That didn't report. That, there's a lot of things out there that aren't, aren't accurate and aren't being reported. So, okay. But, and, well, and, I, and, I would say that same. anybody experiences crime, the crime rate is 1,000. Uh, you know, anybody who doesn't experience it, it's uh, it doesn't exist. So it's somewhere in the middle there. But all right. Okay, Mike, I'll, I'll let that let that stand. Appreciate your call. Thanks. All right. You bet. And there are, I, I, I concede, there are some situations like um, what's happening behind Walmart that uh, is, it, it's a fairly, fairly recent phenomenon. I mean, not that there haven't been uh, people suffering homelessness uh, in the past here in our community, but uh, the numbers are, are definitely higher. And, um, and, well, I'll leave it at that. Let's go to, let's see, D- uh, Doug in Bellingham. Hi, Doug. Hi, Joe. So I was here at the very beginning of Talk Radio in Bellingham. Okay. And and then Rush Limbaugh came on the air. And there was a time, in fact, I guest hosted and on the radio on KGMI uh-huh. okay. and had very spirited discussions. But always at the end, not always, but most of the time at the end, it was like, Okay, well, that was fun. We disagreed. Let's go have a beer. Uh huh. And over time, there's been a hardening of position and a, a disinterest in actually listening. And when I when I drop in every now and then with you, I have to remember that that what I'm hearing is the cross section of your callers not a cross-section of the community. You know, there are far mm-hmm. more people who don't listen and call than do. But uh, I, was, I was listening to uh, one of your callers who was talking about when life began and fetuses have rights, and I'm going to guess that, that he is a person of faith. And if that's the case, I would refer him to Genesis 2-7. And... It said the Lord formed a man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living being. It would be my contention, then, that a fetus isn't a, a person until they take a breath. That's what, that's hmm. what his Bible says. Uh-huh. So I think, I think that's, that's worth noting. I know that's not going to change his mind. No, because he's got deeply held convictions, right. and if if his faith comes into conflict with his convictions, he'll go with his convictions. Yeah, and yeah. it's 
it's sad to me because we do have a lot of problems. And I've been here a long time, and things have changed a lot. And there are solutions out there, but people have to agree to step up and provide the money. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, we still need more treatment. We still need more housing. We still need housing with no barriers. People can't decide to get clean and sober and and get mental health treatment if they're living in a tent and they're wet and cold and hungry and untreated. Right, but no so, barrier. Then you're cre- then you're uh, you know creating the I, I, you're recreating what we saw outside of City Hall uh, a couple of years ago. You know, no, no, I, no, I, bar- no barrier housing is where you do, where you don't get coerced into agreeing that you're not going to drink or you're not going to do drugs when you are an addict. Uh huh. So. And we we had a very bad example of it at 22 North on State Street. Mm -hmm. That is no barrier housing. And by no barrier, it just means that you don't have to agree to be clean and sober and in treatment to get in. But it doesn't mean no rule. I mean, 22 North on State Street was the Wild West. Exactly. I, I I have friends that had businesses across the street. And it it was horrific what was going on. Right, and there was like you know people was, were, you know gathering in rooms to smoke fentanyl, as I understand, right. and yeah, and uh, what... but but all it took was really horribly mismanaging it for the first couple of years, and then a huge public outcry. And what do you know? In less than six months, they they haven't solved every problem there. But the businesses that adjoin that building say things transformed in just six months by them actually stepping up and putting rules in place and enforcing them. Okay. There are success stories at these no-barrier shelters all over the world. We didn't invent this. It's being done all over the world and all over the country. We just started off doing it badly at one project here and— once there was enough public pressure, it got fixed. Okay. All right. Well, so that's there, that's there encouraging for sure. Sure. I mean, right now, homelessness and and people on the street is higher than I've ever seen it in my life by mm-hmm. sheer number and as a percentage of the population. But we are going to have to, particularly people of faith, are going to have to step up and say, Live your value. What does is, what is your faith tell you to do if your neighbor is hungry? What does your faith tell you to do if your neighbor is cold? What What do you do if your neighbor needs help? Yeah. All right. All right, Doug. Well, I appreciate your call. And, uh, all right. Thanks, Joe. All right. Yeah, great to hear from you. We'll take a quick break, and we'll, have, we'll hear from Robert Bruce. Jim, we'll try to squeeze you in, Jim. I know you've been hanging on. We'll be back in a moment here on KGMI Connect. John, you need to see the Mackenzie's Christmas card. I'm just going to read some of it to you. Merry Christmas from Tommy, Marge, and the kids. Eric loves his violin and turtle more than life. He's also learning Spanish. Charlotte is our new junior wrestler. Yes, they have a wrestling team at her school. She loves it and is now a pen pal with a girl in France. Tom built a gorgeous dining room table on which we celebrated Thanksgiving. I've been taking sewing lessons and finally mastered my sourdough starter. Delish! What I'm most excited about this year is how we saved money, time, and the stress of traffic and parking by getting to SeaTac Airport via airport or shuttle. We are on our way to my mother's for Christmas as I write from inside this luxury motor coach. Best decision we've made all year. Highly recommend. Your best friends would want this for you. Visit airporter.com for just the right bus to get you to SeaTac Airport on time every time. Airporter.com. Merry Christmas. You know those friends who say stop by any time and you're like, you don't really mean that. Well, unlike those friends, Dewey Griffin Subaru's Express Certified Subaru Tire and Service Center means it. They're open six days a week, including Saturdays. Stop by any time you need an oil change or any other minor maintenance, and they'll take care of you. No appointment necessary, and you'll get a free car wash with your service. Dewey Griffin Subaru. Community-minded and community-driven. 1800 Iowa Street in Bellingham. You love what you find at Blue 
Football season is here. If you're looking for the best seat in the house, you'll find it at Wilson's Furniture with reclining and motion furniture that will fit your lifestyle and budget. Wilson's on Pacific Highway in Ferndale. When you're high, you feel different. You think different, you talk different, you draw different, you listen to music different, but you probably knew that. Problem is, you also drive different and not in a good way. That's why driving high is illegal everywhere. So if you're high, just don't drive. Make a plan to get a sober ride. Because if you feel different, you drive different. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Sign up for the CHS Northwest Propane Autofill Program and receive a cellular tank monitor with no monitoring fees. Plus, you'll be able to review your daily tank level readings from your smartphone or tablet. CHS Northwest, everything you need for home and farm. Online at chsnw.com. Are you on Medicare or individual health insurance and wondering if you are on the right plan for you and your family? This is Marcia Neal with Guided Solutions, formerly Vibrant USA. We understand the TV advertising and the mail you have been receiving may create more questions than answers. Although the deadlines are coming, you may still have time to make a change. So call us at 866-733-5111. Our agents can review your plan options, answer your questions, and put your mind at ease. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. And we got a few minutes to take your calls. Let's go to Robert in Linden. Hi, Robert. Hi. Uh, I'm going to talk about the homeless problem, I guess. Okay. And the uh, crime rate, perhaps. Uh, uh, I know it, I have no solutions, by the way. Okay. But I volunteer to pick up litter in the city parks. I've done it for eight, ten years now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've met with dozens and dozens and dozens of the homeless people in those parks. And I have never had a problem with them. Never. And I work alone. I treat everybody with respect, and I get treated with respect myself. Okay. So, you know, I know these people have problems, and like you said, that's probably how they view the whole situation is a problem. And it is a problem. But everybody out there isn't bad. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I think we have to remember that. And uh, people have wound up in that situation for because of all different uh, issues. And, uh, you know, we want to blame them for being weak or whatever or, uh, you know, unable to resist, um, you know, whether it's drugs or what have you. Uh, but, um, you know, we don't know what – experiences many of these folks have had and what kind of what kind of um, childhood they had what kind of home life they they experienced and you know some you got to think you know, grew up homeless maybe and or grew up in abusive homes and um and don't know how to function in society and uh that's it's really unfortunate but it, it is and i think that uh after talking with quite a few of them uh, and a lot of them do have mental illness, a lot of drugs out there, that's for sure. I yeah. picked up you know, yeah. hundreds and hundreds of needles. But uh-huh. I think that being homeless actually makes you mentally ill after a while. Well, you got to think, I mean, it's it's got to be a terrible, terrible stressor. Yeah, I mean, can you just, uh, I can imagine just every every moment being outside and uh, and stuck in, especially this time of year. Exactly. But, uh, really yeah. any time of year. Um, and, and living like that and, uh, what kind of, uh, uh, self image you might have, you know, if, if any, it's just, it's gotta be brutal for sure. That's right. Okay. Thank you a lot. Thanks, Robert. Appreciate it. Let's go to Bruce in Bellingham. Hi, Bruce. Well, hi, Joe. Yeah. From the opening call, there's been topics. It seems like every topic I could address. Okay. But the one I'm going to stick with is the. The, the crime issue, okay. and, well, it's it's interesting we can correlate things here because, oddly enough, you were saying you just did a little study from the Whatcom Sheriff Department, but something just two nights ago led me to explore crime statistics on the national level. Okay. And there's, it, it's basically exactly the same. All major stats from breaking and entering to car prowls. And there, I can't remember now, maybe it's the same one that isn't down, 
or you know locally, but all but one of those stats, everything was down either moderately or significantly. Over the last couple of decades, crime has pretty much drastically gone down. Yeah, and as I understand, there was a surge during the pandemic, but yeah, go ahead. It seems like, though, paranoia has gone up. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think that can be denied on all sides, for sure. Yeah, and... um, I I I think you know and most of us have you know lived through the late 80s 90s when crime rates were really much much higher sky high compared to what they yeah. are now. Well, an- another thing that hasn't been it's been brought up before but hasn't been brought up today with the homeless is that there's come on don't you think there's so much more homeless because haven't we observed how rents have gone up, up, up to where the point is housing is not affordable. Yeah. Therefore, there's more people, you know, living out on the streets. And I would say probably at least half or more of the people on the streets are actually pretty self-respecting and respecting of their environment. There's a, There was a little wooded section next to the playground uh, over in the, by the North Cordata uh, co-op. And there was a guy I knew that was tucked away in the woods, but it took me months to find out. And there was another guy that I didn't know about until after they were booted out that was tucked away in there. But who ruined it for them was this guy that definitely was mentally off and an alcoholic. And he, instead of moving... he. He wasn't at all camouflaged. He moved in the clear, you know, the plastic right next to the edge of the playground, mm-hmm. littered the place up. Finally, you know, the cask, you know, the the apartment management had to come and do something about it. Get the police there. Uh-huh. So this one guy out of three people caused, the, you know, the other the two that were being self-respecting and trying to clean up after this guy. Yeah, but yeah. Had, to, had to leave, too. All and right. the, the police could even hardly find the other two guys in camp. <laughs> they were so tucked in. Well, thanks, Bruce. I appreciate you pointing that out, that it's not everybody who's homeless. That is a problem. And we'll be back tomorrow at 4 o'clock. Thanks for everybody who took part today.